Welcome to the latest podcast from Greyfriars Church in Reading. Our vision is to see Reading transformed by the love and power of Jesus. You can find out more on our website, greyfriars.org.uk. Enjoy. Today is Valentine's Day, so I want to begin today by talking about love and asking you this question. Who or what do you love in your life? It might help to answer this question by thinking about how much time you and I spend thinking about these people or things in our lives. It might help by thinking about how much money we spend on these people or things in our lives. So I ask again, who or what do you love in your life? The Bible is full of messages of God's love. It speaks clearly about love and about who we are to love. Some passages of scripture I've written down here, Deuteronomy 7, God is faithful, keeping his covenant of love to a thousand generations of those who love and keep his commandments. Exodus 34, the Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. Romans 8, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? And those words in 1 John, God is love. And of course we remember the words of Jesus, who in the Gospels said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and all your mind, and love your neighbour as yourself. But of course the problem is, is that we fall short of that. We get it wrong and we don't live up to this call. We sin. And the words here in James chapter 4 and 5 hold up a huge mirror to you and me. And they point out two main ways in which our love is misdirected. These warnings from James are essential for our lives and for our salvation. And they are given from the Apostle James in love. And so I share these with you today in love as your pastor. We're going to unpack these words. And as we do so, we're going to do it a bit differently today. So I'm going to share two points with you. And after each point, we're going to take some time to pause, to stop. And to allow God to speak to each one of us to apply these words to our lives. So let's pray as we begin. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you today for your love for us. We thank you that you demonstrate your love through the word of God, through the person of Jesus and by your Holy Spirit. And we pray today that you would speak to us, Lord. Transform us by your Holy Spirit through your word. In the name of Jesus we ask. Amen. So we're going to jump straight in. And the first area that James wants to warn us about is the danger of a love for self. A love for self. One of the challenges that we've all faced in the last year is that it's been very hard to plan anything. 
whether that be related to school or work or church or our social life, we've really struggled to make any plans. Guidelines keep changing, lockdown comes in and then it goes and it becomes more strict and then softens a bit. Just this week, the Transport Secretary, Grant Shapps, announced that it's too early to book a summer holiday because during the month of January, in the midst of lockdown and snow across much of the country, millions of Brits have been booking holidays to try and plan for something to look forward to beyond the difficult year that we've had. James says here in chapter four that we need to be careful about planning. He addresses what's been called the profit motive. In other words, what's in it for me? In verse 13, he writes these words. You say today or tomorrow we will go to this city or that city, we'll spend a year there, carry on business and make money. James goes on to refer to arrogant schemes in verse 16 and to boasting. It's not just about our desire to plan. It's about our sinful desire within each one of us to want to put ourselves at the centre. It's one of the problems with social media in many ways. That at its worst, social media can be a platform for promoting self. It's about me. It's about my cooking. It's about my animals. Photos of my children. Photos of what I think I like, I want, my opinion on everything that is going on in the world. And the problem is that pride can creep in. The risk is we try and take control of our lives and we think we're invincible. We forget our frailty. And James is challenging this self-sufficiency, this independence, this love for self. I don't know if you've ever found yourself thinking, maybe even at the beginning of this year, this year I will move house, this year I will change jobs, this year I will upgrade my car. The problem with these things is I will. It's about what we want, our desires and our wishes. We're trying to put ourselves at the centre. I, the letter I, is at the very centre of the word pride. I is at the centre of the word sin. And that is why Jesus says, deny yourself. Here in James chapter 4, verse 10, that we looked at last week, we read, humble yourselves before the Lord. Humility is not thinking less of yourself. It's not doing yourself down. But it is about thinking about yourself less. Thinking of others, thinking of God, putting God and others before ourselves. James goes on to say that our life is short. It's like a mist that appears for a little while and then it's gone. He's challenging the way we think. He's 
challenging our, our mindsets, the way that we spend our time and what goes on in our minds. It's the difference between seeing our lives as either on one hand an entitlement that you and I have to live this life and to live a certain number of years, or on the other hand, seeing life as a gift from God, as a daily mercy, a daily grace. Because when we understand our lives as being a gift from God, then we look to God for strength, for his provision, and for guidance. That's why James says in verse 15, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. Not a reliance on self, but a reliance and trust in God. And we're not just to add the words God willing to the end of every sentence that we speak, but to follow Jesus's example. And praying for a total transformation of our hearts and minds, that we would trust God, surrender to him, and humble ourselves and be obedient to God. James says in verse 17, if you know the good you ought to do, but don't do it, it is sin. It's about obedience to God. In a few weeks, we're going to be journeying together towards Easter. And we're going to pause for a little while on Monday, Thursday, as we remember Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. As he cried out those words with tears in his eyes, in full submission to his father, out of love for his father. Not my will be done, but your will be done. And so I want to ask us today, what areas of our lives do we need to surrender to God? Where do we need to be praying, Lord, your will be done in our lives? What plans do we need to give back to God that we've been holding on to tightly? Maybe even trying to take control over someone else's life. Who do we need to hand back to God today? And how are we denying ourselves as we follow Jesus?